Urban Dictionary defines romantic comedy as the most vile, insipid, sanity-destroying, horrible genre in the history of film. Respectfully, we disagree. I'm Samantha. And I'm Mia. And this is You Rom-Complete Me! We're back. It's another episode. Doing We're a shoulder shimmy. We're on to number 27. My Woo. hand is stuck in this chair. It's fine. Uh, oh, gosh. Fine. Do you need us No, stop? it's good. We're having a good time. Yeah. Are we anyway, it's time? fine. It's fine. It's all. It's all good. It's she fine. got it out. I got folks. it out. Anyway, made me nervous. Here we are, back again for my big fat Greek wedding, a 2003 romp. What a romp! A romp. The scene opens 5 a.m. Chicago. Chicago. Tula. The windy city. Tula. The Deep dish pizza. <laughs> Tula, the middle child of three in a big fat Greek family, a hustle bustle family, is thirty years old. Her father is driving Over her to work, and he says, "You got to get married soon. You look so old." <laughs> and we were like, "Cool, thanks, Dad." <laughs> what a fun opening. Uh, anyway, it's about Tula who yes. has felt stalled out her entire life. Mm-hmm. She works at her family's restaurant, dancing Zorbas. Uh, her sister and her brother sort of are beloved for being the youngest and the oldest and smartest yes. and prettiest. She's never felt like she fits in, um, and she just never knows when her life will begin. Yep. Thank you, Mandy Moore from Tangled. You're welcome. <laughs> Mandy's glad. here. She's I'm, saying you're welcome. Um, I love Mandy. I'd be so blessed if she were here. Um, Anyways. Um, and she stumbles upon John Corbett, a handsome man named Ian. Uh, who meets her once at their family restaurant, and then again when she starts working for the family travel agency. Yeah, she and they turns fall in love. her life around. She turns f- feels around. like she was front girl, and then she convinces her family to let her take classes at the local college. Mm-hmm. She learns about computers. She works for a travel agency, and then she falls in love with a yeah. non-Greek, which is quite the affront to her parents. Yeah, why are you doing this to me? Her father says over and over again. Yes. Uh, but eventually they accept that. And through the course of this film, we get to see her romance with John Corbett, a.k.a. Laura Jean's dad. Yeah. And <laughs> how they deal with sort of a wacky family. Uh, and their up, subsequent <laughs> And their subsequent wedding. Yeah. Uh, we, we said early on in this film that this movie did for the Greeks what Moonstruck did for the Italians. Big old stereotypes, Big baby. Big old stereotypes, whoop, whoop, but whoop, also... Whoop, whoop, whoop. Vaguely accurate? Time will tell. I mean, I feel like, not to say that Italian families and Greek families are the same, but I feel like there's some I mean, similar vibes. It's Mediterranean. Wanting to feed people, having big families, wanting everyone to stay together. Yeah. Everybody knowing everybody's business. Yeah, caring about old ancient ruins. Yeah, stealing them sometimes. <laughs> it's great. It's great. But, Samantha, yeah. is it a rom-com? Yes, it just is a rom-com. <laughs> How could it not be? It's so beautiful. It's there's, perfect. There's just so much. There's comedy surrounding her romance with Ian. Mm-hmm. There's comedy surrounding her family's opinion of her romance with Ian. Yes. Comedy surrounding them planning their wedding. Comedy, comedy, comedy. Comedy, comedy, comedy. Romance, romance, romance. I think it's interesting. A lot of the films we've watched so far ha- that have weddings in them, we haven't loved so much. Mm-hmm. You know, My Best Friend's Wedding. Yeah. Uh, that's a trash movie. That's a trash movie. Uh, Four Weddings and a Funeral. Also a trash movie. Uh, you know, Wedding Date is good, but, you know, there are some moments. I'm like, where did I now? Last week we went through our top and bottom. I did the whole list. Now I want to just quickly peek. I had uh, The Wedding Date up pretty high. <laughs> oh, good. Well, no, I'm glad. 
bad. I'm not saying that's a bad but thing. But also all the other wedding ones down pretty low. So down pretty low. What are you going to do? Yeah, but it's a it's it's absolutely a rom com. Truly. It gives you the heebie jeeps, didn't it? Oh, 100%. Or the jeebies? So both. Oh my god. The heebs, both. the jeebs, all. To get of them. both is quite I iconic. Know. Because especially it has the hallmark a meat cute. A very cute meat cute. The cutest meat cute a of cute all time. Meat. She completely falls in love at first sight with John Corbett when yes. he shows up in her family's restaurant. She, she freezes like a deer in the headlights. And uh, they, John Corbett's there with his friend, and they kind of stare at her and mm-hmm. see if she's okay. And she's like, oh, no, I just spaced out for a minute. You know, here I am, your own personal Greek statue. And he laughs at her he dumb laughs. joke. And she pours him coffee, and his friend's the one who's asking for coffee, and she pours him no coffee. Yes, and it's, it's great. It's very sweet. And then when they meet again outside of the travel agency, he does some good window comedy. Yeah. And she does a good physical bit where she falls yeah. over because of the headphones that she's attached to her computer and or her phone, rather. Yeah. Um, and it's just cute. They yeah. have a cute conversation. They really yeah. seem to, like, vibe right from the beginning. Their chemistry is so yes. good. And I feel like... It's, this is a good moment to point out that later on in the film, John Corbett, I think on their first or second date, realizes that she is the girl from the restaurant, and yep. she's kind of horrified at first. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I was going through a phase, you know, all my life. <laughs> Until now. <laughs> Until now. Like, you know, I was frump girl, and now I'm me. And he he is an angel of a man and yep. goes, I never saw frump girl. I only saw you. Good line. So, a plus. Would a recommend. plus, plus, plus. Yes. Does any of this fly in real life? This movie is perfect. Everything about it is great. And yes, this is what life should be. I mean, my only question is whether a handsome man who is so kind and so charming and so perfect and an English teacher yeah. exists. I would love to we be with to an English start teacher. hanging out at schools and finding teachers. I mean, can we hang out at school? Well, I guess in our professional capacity, we can. Let's go. All right. Let's go. Bump, bump. We're coming in. Hot. Get Let's ready. School district. Oh wow! I'm sorry. I'm a horrible sorry. sin. Oh my god. It's okay. But it's, Who is it? It's from Tina. It's from hey Tina. Tina. Hey Tina. You're on the pod. You're on the pod. <laughs> Anywho, this movie is great. Um, the big family drama. I mean, it's a little exaggerated, but is it? How many times have you walked into a house or a kitchen and there's like a million people that you're related yeah, to? Yeah, you have to like move through the crowd and everyone hugs you and kisses yeah. you and asks how you've been. Yeah. And says, oh, like, here, eat something. Here, yes. this, here, that. And everyone's in each other's business. You know, I come from, I would say, both sides of my family are fairly large in yeah. like celebratory sense. So uh, maybe, I mean, not all Greek people have this experience, no. I'm sure. But if you have a big family, I think this is... Yeah. Very true to that experience. Yeah, she the talks, big family. Experience. She talks about how she has twenty six first cousins. Yeah, and she's like, everybody's always just yelling all the time. And you're like, yeah, that's they how are. you communicate. That's how it works. <laughs> and you know, it it also is fun to sort of see how the family like all like helps each other and revolves together. Yes. You know, helping out at different businesses or coming in and supporting each other, mm-hmm. which I feel like it, like you know it reflects a close knit family. I liked it, which are real here for it. Did it age well? This was. 2003. 2002? 2003? 2003 on the top. I've said it already once. Perhaps it's okay. 2002. But really, what happened between those two years that would make a difference? I mean, Nothing. not too much. The Iraq War started <laughs> in 2003, didn't it? Oh, damn, you're right. It's um, 2002, but it's fine. All right. That's fine. 2002. 2002. Did it age well? Year. Did it age well? It didn't not age well. I mean, Dad was very, a little sexist. Um, a little culturally, a little insensitive. culturally insensitive, but I think that was more for 
his upbringing rather than yeah. the film in particular trying to be terrible right. and I don't think it was the film's view. I think it was no. them trying to say something about like older Mediterranean men. Yes. <laughs> yes, because it can be true for Italians as well. The outfits were so early 2000s, late 90s. I loved it. Yeah. Her wedding dress in particular was yeah. an affair. Uh-huh. There were lots of poofs. There were lots of flowers. It was a, a you know. Mm-hmm. A it was, it was great not a big today's, wedding dress. Today's situation. Not, not so sleek. And everything that she wore. It was great. I, I love, know. I love that. She movie. wore a lot of fun sweaters, yes. like very a jean jacket. A jean jacket. Hey, I love a jean jacket. No, but I'm lots just of saying, cute little dresses. That was the height of jean well, jacket. At the very power. beginning of the film, she's wearing drab brown clothes, and then <laughs> she sort bad. of when she gives herself a makeover, she then starts wearing colorful clothes. Yeah, good for her too. Which is great. The setup of just like stumbling into love in this age of digital dating, yeah, doesn't strike me as so reasonable anymore yes and that part of aging is uh, the aging of the movie doesn't really work yeah i mean i still think a lot of people meet each other in real life and things happen but definitely a lot more people meet via apps and and online there was a a chart about it on twitter the other day and that's how i know it's true I'm not saying it's good. Believe everything you see on Twitter is what we're I also read an article. Okay. (laughs) I believe you. I'm sorry. Um, I think I will, you know, the only type of app I will use on the internet or on my phone is to find adoptable dog, which will be very nice for me. And then you'll find a man at the dog park and all because of the internet. The internet is all we have. I just wish we could go back (laughs) to carrier pigeon sometimes. It just would be so much easier. Do you want me to get you a pigeon, bud? No. I'm going to get you a pigeon. I don't want a pigeon. I don't want a pigeon. My sister, though, makes a very good pigeon sound. 31st birthday pigeon for you. Birthday present. No, that's not how birthdays work. A little pigeon for my little pigeon. You don't get a bird for every birthday. I wonder if pigeons are kosher. Anyway. (laughs) I think they are. Um, Like hawks aren't. Pigeons are. What about eagles? We're going to cut this off. Eagles eagles? aren't either. Falcons. Um, Falcons aren't. Chickadees. I don't know. Cardinals, blue jays. How many types of birds can (laughs) I I name? Morning doves, evening doves. (laughs) How dare you? I'm moving on. Did you fall in love while watching this movie? Partridges. (laughs) Did you fall in love while watching this movie? Yes, I love this movie so much. I related to this movie so much. I mean, she's a 30-year-old who's looking for love. Yeah. And she finds it. And she contends with all of the sort of drama of, you know, a family who cares very deeply about her. Mm -hmm. And the dudes were sweet. Her brother is really cute. I was expecting him to be like a douchey brother character because that is my immediate reaction to, like... Brother characters? No, because my brother is sweet and adorable. But, like, seeing him on screen the first time, I was like, oh, right. He's probably going to be the douchey younger brother. And then he was the sweet younger brother. He wants to be an artist. He keeps trying to draw pictures of, you know, the new... Uh, menu for the restaurant and their dad kind of ignores yeah. them uh, he decides to go to college again and there's this really sweet scene where uh, John Corbett decides to become uh, part of the Greek Orthodox Church for mm-hmm. Tula so he has to get baptized yeah. and so he's getting covered in all the oil and mm-hmm. getting dunked in the pool yeah. and she's there with her family saying any second now he's gonna look up and see me and say you know this isn't worth, this it. Isn't worth it and her brother, like, looks at her with, like, the sternest look. And he's like, yes, you are. Oh, and it's just so good nice. Brother. Good baby bro. Also, 
needs to be mentioned that throughout the film, he and uh, their cousin, played by Joey Fatone, Joey Fatone keep is on here, guys. pranking Ian. Um, but there's a scene where he's like, Ian, we're going to kill you. No, you won't. But if you hurt my sister, we're going to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, Joey Fatone gets it on the action. And they're always telling them the wrong Greek words to yes. say. And it was good. It was... Yeah, you, was, you couldn't not fall in love with this movie. It was just so charming, and the parents yeah. are lovable, and mm-hmm. even his parents grow on you, those yeah. wasps. Yes, it's true. Are you rethinking your life now? Yeah, I want to fall in love with an English teacher and or a, Greek man. a man from a Greek family, because it seems wonderful. What about you? Nothing about this movie disappointed me. Did you get the heebie-jeebs? Yeah, the jeebie-heebs, the heebie-jeebs, all of it. The jeebie-heebs, heebie-jeebs. Yeah. Did it make me, it made me tear up. It was like, it was a good, feel good in my heart and soul. It was a perfect movie for a hot summer's day. It was. And it was a hot summer's day. It was a hot day. summer's day. It, it's a hot one, like Santana Tana and Rob, Rob Thomas. Thomas. Uh, despite it being so hot, we had the most delicious pizza. It was And everything pizza. was just perfect. Everything was just perfect about that night. I was and with my wife. We were watching and then my Big Fat Greek after Wedding. after this, we ruined it. And then that's we watched okay. a bad movie. But that's for later. Do we have a bunch of favorite quotes? We have of so many favorite quotes. Uh, the first one on the list is uh, at the very beginning to sort of see the family dynamic. You see all the different family yeah. members coming in and out of uh, Dancing Zorba's restaurant. And her older sister, who has a bunch of kids, comes in. And one of her kids, as they're leaving, <laughs> says, I want to drive. And she not goes, you young. drive? You drive enough. me crazy. Yeah, that was cute. Uh, yeah. I liked all the, the Windex shtick that her dad does. It's yeah. like, just put Windex on it, on anything. You got yeah. a rash, Windex. Is it? Windex. Windex fixes everything. There's a scene where he's just, like, dipping his elbow <laughs> in Windex, which They're is like, really funny. Uh, the mom has a lot of great lines, yeah. too. Uh, she says a line where uh, she, Tula really wants to go to college, and she's like, don't worry, I'll convince mm-hmm. him. He's, she says, you know, the man is the head of the family, but the woman is the neck, and she turns the head around. It was good. And later on, uh, when she's like, oh, I don't know if being with Ian is the right thing, and she's like, you know, I gave, what did she say? She I, said, I gave you life so you could live. A good line. Which is a great line. A good line. movie mom line. Yeah. Those were all great. There's a whole speech about how um, at the wedding that, well, the dad over the course of the movie makes it so that every word that you tell him that he can make it into like where yeah. it came from in the Greek. Like every word comes from the Greek. Yeah. Even um, kimono. Even kimono, <laughs> which no. It's a stretch. <laughs> but anyway, at their wedding in the scene he gives a speech and he talks about how Ian's last name Miller. Miller Milo is, yeah, is for apples. apples and their last Porticolos. name means oranges. So even though they're apples and oranges are not the same fruit, but they're all fruit. And I was like, oh Which is really sweet. Oh, oh my heart. Yeah. So And then at one good. point, uh when they're in the church and Ian's parents, who are very sort of straight-laced and kind of overwhelmed mm-hmm. by everything, um, are listening to the ceremony <laughs> right. in Greek. And the mom goes, what are they saying? And the dad goes, I don't know. It's all, all Greek, Greek to me, <laughs> which gave us all a good chuckle. Line. So this movie is very quotable and very cute. And you should watch it. Turn this podcast off. Yeah, stop Go watch listening. the movie. Stop. Get away Make from me. Make some popcorn. <laughs> order a pizza. Watch this film. Um, along those lines, rom com was great. The food, great. Music, great. Real family feelings, great. Outfits, great. <laughs> I mean, the outfits were meh. Outfits, great. It felt okay. like a rom-com. It did. And, you know, I think there's definitely a lot of rom-coms out there that focus sort of like on like the wedding yeah. as a 
vehicle for comedy, and this one did it very well. Yes. You know, all of these things that are out of their hand, the terrible bridesmaid dresses that her that her uh, cousin picks. Yes. The invitations so that funny. her mom messes up yes. by calling uh, his, uh, mom. his mom Harry instead of Harriet. Yes. Uh, just all the different errors <sighs> that go along the way. It was delightful. Such a goof. Such a spoof and a goof. Would you watch this film again, though? Of course, every day. Yeah. I feel like I need to watch this <laughs> film more often. Yes. Or... Alternatively, watch the sequel, the sequel, which came out in 2010s. Which brings us to the where are they now? They're still married. They're still married. They have a grown up daughter getting ready to call, mm-hmm. go to college. I'm sorry, I just like spit t- oh, on you. I didn't even notice. Now the pod knows. I'm embarrassed of myself. It's fine. <laughs> she hates me. She's not going to talk to me anymore. Okay. <laughs> anyway, they're together. They're happy. They're yeah. just, you know, trying to spend time together. Mm-hmm. I did learn, and this is like a fun fact out of the fun fact corner oh, fun. too early. But also, it's not a fun fact. We'll see. Oh. So this movie is based on a one-act like play that she wrote about her real life because she married a man named Ian who wasn't Greek, and he um, converted and became Greek Orthodox for her, blah, blah, blah. They were married Aww. for a really long time, and then they got divorced. Oh, no. So like that makes me sad, but I think that the fictional version of Tula and ian are still together and happily married i mean Fingers i would like crossed. to believe that yeah i don't want them to not be together right anyways the movie was the perfect length yes it was just like a good it was an hour 35 situation. it was ideal uh unlike the next other film, movies you'll see you'll all thought see. we were out of the slump <laughs> and then we got back in it it's rope fine. you right back in it's fine should we do some tropes, tropes and, then and then some fun facts a little bit more fun facts love and it, wrap love this it. baby up all right it's yours now it's mine now <laughs> no. <laughs> to, to, to talk in tropes yeah you can do it okay. say it with more feeling no i don't like it so <laughs> it's to, to, to talk in tropes great not that many tropes in this movie so we'll do this quick we have a grand gesture he becomes greek for her that's amazing. Yeah, it's Good for the you, biggest sir. gesture you can have. Now, got into we, a kiddie pool and got massaged down with oil by her weird cousin. That is yeah. commitment. When we were going through this list, we didn't include this one, but I am offering it up now when I was oh. writing this down. So, you know, there's the trope, you know, she's perfect, she's amazing. Yes. I kind of would say he's perfect. Yes. Everybody he's, loves him. He, everyone loves him. They think, you know, he could be Greek. He's just yes. so perfect. He's handsome. Yeah. He's so He's amazing. We'll, we'll add that one in. So I think we'll add sure. that one in. We got a makeover. She gives Ta-da. herself one. Revolutionary. Yes. So she great. learns how to put makeup on. She yeah. gets contacts. Not you need to wear contacts. Right. But you know Neither she she decides to improve her life. You wear contacts sometimes. Sometimes. We have a montage. A, a, a petite montage. Yeah, so a subtle. when her dad finds out that she's guy. dating an American guy, he immediately wants her to break up with mm-hmm. him. And then you sort of have a subtle montage of them at the dinner table with all these... Greek men. Greek men who are not the most appetizing men. No. For she her. definitely doesn't want to marry any of them. And then quirky BFFs, but a quirky family in this regard. They're all there. She's got a big, quirky family, good cousins, good peeps. So we're counting them instead of... There's no Judy Greer BFF, no, but no, but you know. as 
as it's much as you can get. Um, we also, during the course of going through these tropes and realizing there weren't a lot, we have 4.5, yeah. I believe, yeah. um, if we're adding in He's Perfect. Sure. Uh, I feel like a contender for a good trope, though Mia doesn't want to add anything else in, so is tropes. Big Silly Family. Well, Quirky BFF, Big Silly Family. Okay. They do okay. They do the same thing. I know, but sometimes you have both and they serve different purposes. Maybe when they have both, we'll give it two. Okay. I'm okay with that. We can Great. do that. Pow. Nailed it. All right. So that's the tropes. That's the tropes. You got some more fun facts for I got a couple of fun facts for you. She's um, the best. On the fly. I'm Here on the fly. Goes. I learned that oh, an extraordinaire. Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson produced this film. Yes. Uh, and that's because. It's an independent uh, film. It's an independent film. Uh, Rita Wilson saw the play and then thought mm-hmm. that Tom should produce uh, a film version of it. God, I love that. And uh, Nia Vardalos, when she got the call from Tom Hanks, almost hung up on him. Uh, actually, no, she didn't almost hung up on him. She hung up on him because oh, she thought it was a joke. She didn't think it was actually Tom Hanks calling oh. her. That's uh, amazing. You mentioned earlier about how this mm-hmm. was based on her real life yeah. with her husband. Yes. Did you know that her husband was in this film? Yes, he plays um, the best friend best in friend. romance, which is yes. sad because they divorced in 2018. Did it's you know that fine. there was a Big Fat Greek Wedding TV show? I did not know that. Yes, it was very wow. short-lived. They replaced John Corbett with some one other dude. And uh, I think it was only on for like seven episodes. And Tom Hanks was remember in it. This. He and Rita what? like guest starred for an episode. I love that. I also thought it was fun that during the wedding scene that all the people on the bride side of the family were actually members of Nia Vardalo's oh, family, which is really sweet. Uh, and they also... During the course of making this film, catering was not a problem because mm. every time they were going to a new location, like Greek Greek restaurants would send over oh, free I love food that to them. For them. Uh, and I don't know. I did do a little brief googling slash Wikipediaing about the cast, and not many of them were are Greek. Greek. Much another like Moonstruck situation. Nia Vardalos, I can't get her name out of my face. Um, she is definitely Greek, but the rest of them, meh. Eh, not so much. Yeah. That's fine. I believe the man who plays her father was probably the only other That makes sense. Greek. Um, and I don't know how accurate the stat is, but okay. on the Internet Movie Database, at one time, this was the highest grossing romantic comedy yes. film of all time. Uh, it ran longer in theaters than even Titanic did, which yeah. was, in general, the highest grossing film of all this time This movie made a point. lot of money. It made so much money. So... Good for you. The little rom-com that could. The little rom-com that could. Yeah. <sighs> Mia, what are we watching next week on Ugh, the pod? We're not watching anything next week. I, next week is canceled. I mean, I'm not opposed to it, quite honestly. <laughs> no, we have to do it for What did we pod. watch? What did we watch? We watched the movie Broadcast News, which was a 1987 film starring Holly Hunter, Albert Brooks, and William Hurt. They all work in a newsroom, and it's kind of a not a parody like a satire of the news industry and how it was changing in the late 80s where a handsome but dumb news anchor was coming in to like upend how news worked and two serious news people were like going against him falling in love and everyone was in love but then no one was in love i don't know let me save you two and a half hours of your life because this is the longest movie of my life. It was so long. Instead of watching this film, just go home and watch season one of The Hour. Yeah. <laughs> the BBC show that yeah. kind of has the same premise, but is set in the uh-huh, 1960s. Uh-huh. So much better. 1950s. So much better. Yeah. Well, you could go home and watch The Newsroom, the Aaron Sorkin thing. That'll do it. Do You don't need this. You we'll definitely talk about don't it next need week, this. But it's not good. 
but from a low back to a high. Did my Big Fat Greek Wedding rom-com plete you? Hell yes. Hell yeah. Did it rom-complete you? I don't even know the words anymore. Yes. All right. Big fan. Big fan. If people want to find us between now and next week, where should they go? Where should they go? So many places. What's on the internet? The Instagram, the Twitter, at romcompletemy, no you. Or you could send us an email at youromcompletemy at gmail.com. You could find us in real life. Do whatever you got to do. I love it. Thank you for joining us. Oh, wow. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. A confession on the pod. She means in friendship. I love her, too. Platonically. Oh, should I? My wife. Should I mention something that perhaps influenced me by how much I love this film? What? Oh, no. (laughs) Can I share this on the pod? All right. One. It only makes me look good. Last story for the pod. So we are running short on this one. Mr. Gall's like, (laughs) oh, no. My run. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Short on this one. Uh, so a lot of times we'll switch between whose house we're watching the films at. And so for my Big Fat Creek wedding, we watched the film at Mia's house. And I show up to Mia's house and rather than sitting in my usual place on the couch, I sit on the place that was closest to her bookshelf. Um, and I always like to take a look and see what she has on there. And you (laughs) should know, I think it's been mentioned on the pod before, uh, Mia shows great contempt for Pride and Prejudice. She says she only likes remakes. She only I likes do. <laughs> redone stories of it. And I'm always like, will you read Pride and Prejudice? No. Will you read Pride and Prejudice? No. But here's my argument for that. I've read so many modern retellings and seen so much content that's like an, an up, a re-up. What do you think this whole podcast is? No, it's the I same know, thing over and over again. I'm Why can't aware, we watch original but content? I'm saying that perhaps I did not, I would not enjoy Pride and Prejudice because I know what's going to happen before I've even read it. But go on, tell I the I think that's impossible story. because a bunch of these rom-coms are very similar Listen, and we still enjoy them. I'm not saying I'm perfect. Okay. <laughs> but You're you not. are about to. Go ahead. No. <laughs> now I regret telling this story. <laughs> Anyways, I look over on her bookshelf and lo and behold, there's oh. a copy of Pride and Prejudice <laughs> with a pencil tucked between the pages. Uh. And I immediately brandish it at her and go, what is this? And she goes, oh no, oh fuck. <laughs> and apparently, my dear friends, my birthday was in May. Yes. And my dear friend Mia decided for my birthday present that she would buy a copy of Pride and Prejudice, read it, and then write notes about how she felt to about it, different scenes in the pages. Which, quite honestly, is... Maybe the nicest thing anyone has ever done for me. I'm a thoughtful person. It's so sweet, and I was so touched. I was shook. Yeah. I, like, couldn't speak. And I will say I'm enjoying it. I'm not done with it yet. It's taken me a long time. It's okay. Old-timey language is hard for my my simple woman brain. You, you're not a simple woman. Oh, my gosh. Uh, but I will say a lot of the tropes that we love happen in that book. Mm-hmm. Many of Even them. Even though um, a lot of scholars like to argue that, you know, Jane Austen wasn't a romance novelist. Pfft, they're wrong. Well, they're not wrong. Pfft, I can argue. We'll talk more about that. about it right now. No, we can talk more about it when we watch Austin some more Jane Austen related films. Okay. Or adjacent films, such as You've Got Mail. Fair enough. Okay. Okay. Thanks for listening to this episode of You Rom-Complete Me. We hope you'll stick around with us next week, even if it's a doozy. Oh, it's a doozy. That's that's true, yeah. We look forward to being by your fireside then. Oh, good gravy. Goodbye. See ya. Bye. (laughs)